You're tuned into Bible Snacks. Not the full meal, just a spiritual snack for On The Go. So, what's your favorite sweet? Uh, like cinnamon rolls. You know me. Um, with the icing, uh, cinnamon, I'm in. Yeah, you answered that without hesitation. Yeah. So, I've been thinking lately about something. Do you realize that most recipes have a small little word that they start with? You know what that is? Uh, instructions? Yeah, it probably does say instructions. <laughs> but the, the word I have in mind is... Preheat. Preheat, <laughs> preheat the uh, step number one. Preheat the oven. Yeah, I mean, and that's optional, right? I mean, you don't have to preheat. I don't know. Next time you make cinnamon rolls, let me know how they turn out. <laughs> I was thinking about it, and it made me wonder why preheat is so important. I can tell you why. Because <laughs> right. I Googled it. I cheated. I know. Um, I, I I didn't know before, though. So I did wonder, why do you have to preheat an oven? So trusted Google here. You know, why do I have to preheat an oven? And I didn't know this. Um, when you pre put it on preheat, it starts the bottom element. And the bottom element heats up first and then um, gets the right temperature set inside. And then the top element turns on too. So that way it's at the perfect temp when you're ready. Which means if I put those cinnamon rolls in there during the preheat stage, that bottom element is roasting the bottom of my rolls, which might explain why they come out a little burnt on the bottom sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Mystery solved. Mystery solved. Yep. So, you know, if you put it in too early, get a little impatient like I do, I will admit uh, I am very guilty of saying, okay, preheat oven, run over, turn that on, work on it, get it onto the, the baking sheet. And... I don't have a, a, a reader to tell what temperature it makes it to. So I just assume, okay, it's, it's been like, I don't know, it's been like five minutes. Surely it's close enough, you know, probably just a degree away and popping my food in there. <laughs> and then, you know, 10 minutes later, preheat and light goes off and hey, we're good. We're grooving. <laughs> but what that does is, I mean, it can cause a mess of what we're baking. Um, I always thought it was my baking sheet. Yeah. That would cause the burning on the bottom. But uh, apparently, if you don't have it set and preheated just right, your outcome's probably going to be top or bottom. Something's going to be overdone and the middle's going to be underdone. Yeah. And then when you get to, like, if it says cook for 10 minutes or bake for 10 minutes, if you put it in there before the preheat was ready, you go in at 10 minutes and it's not quite ready. So then what I do is, like, oh, okay, it needs another minute. So I give it another minute, and then I come back and check, and still needs another minute. So I'm like, all right, just look another minute. And then, of course, something gets me distracted, and one minute turns into two or three, and the next thing you know, it's burning. <laughs> so, Which brings us to life, right? <laughs> that preheat patience we got to have. Yeah. I mean, it's what it comes down to is patience, because the reason why I jumped the gun on the preheat is because I'm impatient. I mean, I look at the box and it says preheat oven for 375. And it's like, nobody got time for that. <laughs> you know, I got places to be. I'm hungry. I want this thing cooked. So I just put it in the oven and say, whatever. I mean, it's going to get hot anyways. But there's actually a purpose behind the preheat. Right. 
Um, and so how many times do we look at our own walk with God and we jump ahead of his timing and we think, you know, you know, God, you know, I need this now, or, um, you know, I can, I can kind of advance this quicker if I just do this. And that's where we pick things up in our own strength and really move ahead of God's timing. Yeah, it's easy to do. We want to see results. We want the end product quick and you know, we want it to be perfect. We want it to be exactly how we envisioned it would turn out. And um, God has a purpose in, in the waiting. He has a purpose and the timing to perfect us. Well, yeah, because just like with cooking, right? The purpose of the preheat is to get the conditions just right so you can cook it to perfection. And in life... It's like we see something, we think it's so perfect, we think right now is the time and we make a move, you know, without getting that okay with God that that it's right. And the reason why he was wanting us to wait is because God is aligning everything so that the conditions are just perfect. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times that condition is really just you. I mean, it's it's God working in your life and it's like he's trying to bring you to a certain point, character speaking, however, spiritually speaking, to where you're ready for this and and god's saying that yeah so in psalm 37 verse 5 it says commit your way to the lord trust in him and he will act he will bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday verse 7 be still before the lord and wait patiently for him fret not yourself over the one who prospers in his way over the man who carries out evil devices so it's saying just be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Mm-hmm. And that that being still, I think, is where we often get hung up because that's where we pick things up in our own strength. But the actual word for be still, w- the meaning behind it, it is almost like drop it, cease, right. like let it go. Mm-hmm. It carries the meaning of like if two men are fighting and, and then somebody jumps in between them and separates them and says, be still, like cease. Right. Stop it, guys. Um, and and that's what the scripture is telling us. Like, look, just just stop it. God's trying to work. Be still. Let him, it says, wait patiently for him. Right. It got me thinking that, you know, we don't just sit and wait, even though, you know, we're supposed to be hands off. But what we should be doing in the meantime is allowing the Lord to work through us, work in us. Um, and seeking him. So we don't just sit and wait. We work on the recipe um, while we're waiting for that preheat mm, time frame. Good point. In Romans twelve twelve, it says, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer. And I think those three steps right there, you know, if you, if you think about preparing for a recipe, whatever you're making, get that oven going and then focus on, on the work that you have to do and be patient until the timing is right to put the product in and let it bake. So rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, and constant in prayer. Three steps. There you go. Because that waiting, you know, it's not just that we stand around and do nothing. You said you you can be preparing your recipe, Mm -hmm. working, getting some stuff done, so everything is ready. So that way, when the time is right, when that preheat light turns off, Mm -hmm. then it's all systems go. Because if you sit around and do nothing and then the preheat light goes off, then, uh-oh. Right. What was that last thing that you had said about the three the three things? 
Um, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer. I think, you know, it's a simple verse, but packed with three steps that are so important while we're waiting is rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, and constant in prayer. And then, you know, in James, he tells us to, to let patience have our perfect work, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. So as you're waiting for it to finish baking, once that preheat's done, you know, just just wait and let the Lord have his perfect work in you. So there's purpose in the preheat. There's purpose in the preheat. <laughs> Lamentations 3.25. The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul who seeks him. So in that waiting, we're seeking the Lord. You know, we're drawing near to him, seeing what else does he have for us to do while he's waiting to bring that into fruition. Right. Yeah. Um, I like what this one pastor said. He's Pastor uh, Reverend William Thomas, actually at, at Hereford United Methodist here in Baltimore. And he was talking about how um, we put periods in our life where God puts commas. And he's so right. You know, we'll look at that and go, oh, it's period. It's over. It's done. You know, there's nothing I can do now. But God has the last say in it. There's a comma. What does God have to say about it? What is God doing in your life through it? And I really like what this pastor says in these things. Uh, he says, you know, that Jesus raised from the dead. He conquered death. Uh, he will see us through the crisis, not just barely surviving, but victorious. Victors, not victims. Champions, not chumps. Winners, not whiners. So stop putting periods where God puts commas. Just Amen. be patient. Just be patient. So next time you go to make that recipe, step one, preheat. Do you have to do it? Absolutely. How about some cinnamon rolls? Cinnamon rolls are tasty and they're better. Cinnamon rolls are tasty and they're better.